Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Steve Thompson, Doug Swinhart on the phone for Tech Talk today. And don't forget, uh, the Vikes and the Cardinals are underway right now. And Henry Lake and Jeff Diamond will be jumping in here at the half with our purple halftime show so uh, be aware of that but we do want you to get on the phone lines and give us a call here at the fair on tech talk Uh, the numbers haven't changed 651-989-9226 if you want to talk to doug about your computer hardware software whatever uh, you can call or text 651 989-9226. And Doug will be live at the fair next Saturday between 1 and 2 o'clock. Doug, good to visit with you. How you been? Absolutely wonderful and really, really busy. But that's always good. All right. Uh, what, what problems are people having right now that are keeping you so busy? You know, this update to the latest version of Windows, when they roll out the, ni- the build 1903, that not all computers seem to be taking that well. Um, and it will actually end up, part of it's in and part of it's not, and laying in the background. And I was on the phone this morning with a lady that um, it took her computer completely by surprise and just wiped out all of her personal profiles. And we spent about three hours getting them back remotely, but we got them. But that's, um, make sure your computer's clean and ready to get that update. And if you have to deter it, until you can get your machine configured properly, you can, you are, we are allowed to do that. And there's some changes and updating on, uh, on this particular build that look very positive. So we'll get through this. Pretty normal, pretty normal. Yeah, and Doug, uh, those updates can be scary. I know one of the things we've talked about in recent weeks on the program is Windows 7, and you recommend uh, t- shutting off the updates on Windows 7. Oh, absolutely. And in fact, some people have gotten aggressive and shut off all the updates in 10, but it's much, much more difficult to really take control of that. Now, this latest update, it appears that Microsoft is responding to that and allowing the a little more control over updates. And I think as time goes on, if, if they listen to the clientele out here, those of us who, in the real world, they'll... Hopefully, they'll get the message and kind of tone that down a bit. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that, from our text line at 651-989-9226, this jumps to Windows 8. But if I'm running Windows 8, do or, or what type of antivirus should I be running right now? And I know, Doug, over, over time, your, your opinions evolve on this, but where do you stand right now on an antivirus for Windows 8? Well, you know, I'm a big proponent of malware bytes, but this is an instance where I actually make just a slight turn. I think in Windows 8, I really believe the best of the best is ESET, uh, ENOD32. A little bit more expensive, but I think it's well worth the investment. Uh, ESET, similar to uh, malware bytes, 
top, top performer in their field. Uh, right here in the United States, the company's based, which I think today we really need to take a look at where our software is coming from. Uh, and I, I kind of kind of like shopping at home when you're doing your shopping around for, for groceries and things. We want to want to promote uh, the hometown business. Well, now we want to promote the, the country business. And I truly believe that the top security people are right here in America. And, of course, I'm biased. And hopefully everyone else is as well. But ESET, E-S-E-T, been around a long time. The virus malware is known as ENOD, E-N-O-D, 32. Great, great program. Great program. That's the way I'd go with a Windows 8 machine is, is ESET. Tech Talk underway. Doug joining us on the phone. We want to remind you to stop by and say hello when you're on the fairgrounds. We're on Carnes Avenue just down the hill from Ye Old Mill. Uh, you can see the uh, giant slide from the porch here uh, right next to Sweet Martha's cookie jar. And we'd love you to stop in and grab a cup of cool Connecticut water. And, of course, uh, Connecticut has been providing water at the CCO radio booth for a long, long time. And you can check out that brand-new furniture here on the porch. Uh, big thanks to Patio Town for that. It is super comfortable, good-looking stuff. And once again, that great patio furniture here at the fair. Uh, big thanks to our friends at Patio Tom. All right, back to the text line here on CCO Doug on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, on my iMac, I'm getting that little beach ball of death. What do I do to get out of it? Can I get out of it if that thing's just spinning and spinning? Well, on a Mac, when it gets to the point where it's not going any farther, we really have no choice but to depress the power button and hold it down until we completely shut down. Um, if it's a, a laptop, the battery is kind of difficult to get at. But I would definitely take off the power cable, let it sit for a couple minutes, put the power cable back in, and fire it up. Now, if it continues on the next two or three reboots to where you really have to make some action. I would suggest that you go to Google.com and do a search on Mac. If you got a MacBook Pro, it would be MacBook Pro. Um, put in your OS, which is 10, but actually get the exact version if you can. And then put a plus sign and put in Mac Boot Commands. And that will actually give you a combination of keys that will allow you to actually be kind of like in state mode, but much, much more advanced. And take your time, have another computer next to this one if you can, and you can actually be doing some research and some reading as you're going through things step by step. But use some caution. That's going to take you right into the configuration of the Mac. But you will be able to regain. I have a feeling this particular user has a desktop full of files. Um, launchers or shortcuts are okay, but to save data on our desktop is going to be active absolutely deadly when we surpass the amount of memory in a computer and force that computer to run completely off the drive that's when this kind of behavior usually begins great text and thank you for that yeah and that can be tricky uh, it, it is still true and it doesn't come up much on the program but uh, this is where we get into you know if you don't have to that that hard shutdown like that is something you generally don't want to do. I know you can get into a situation with a Mac or a PC where it's absolutely necessary, but it's generally not ideal. 
No, and um, and it and it's actually a, a little bit larger gamble in the Windows environment because uh, we have a uh, Windows may not be able to close or completely unmount the drive, and if it leaves a hard drive, the temporary files in such a an open state uh, that can really cause some havoc the next time that you boot. And but with a Mac and a Linux machine. They are much, much more forgiving. Uh, but here again, it really shouldn't be something that we're doing continuous. Just walk up and hit the power button. That this should be, if we're going to shut down, we absolutely want to, if we can, follow the normal software procedures and allow the software, the operating system itself, to naturally close down that hardware. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's a good point. Very good point. Thank you. All right, quick uh, break coming up, and then more with Doug. It is Tech Talk on this Saturday. It is 118. Let's throw out the number again, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. And that's good for a phone call or a text here on Tech Talk. And uh, by the way, uh, phone lines are open right now, so now is a good time to call. We have a number of texts lined up, and we'll get uh, to those as well. It is Tech Talk live from the fair. Doug Swinhart on the phone. Let's go to the phone lines and bring in Marilyn from Maple Lake. Marilyn, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi, Doug. Hi, Marilyn. What's up? Enjoy your show. Um, Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just should say I'm not real savvy with computers, but um, I have a laptop and uh, Windows 10. And the, with recent updates here, all of a sudden I'm getting these pop-up ads into the Google server when I go to Google. Um, and I don't know how to get, I mean, I can press a button, it says slides, slide out or something. And then, but then they... Uh, it, sounds, it, sounds, it sounds to me like you might have picked up an extension in, in the browser you're using. Here's the thing. Yeah, Google, like many companies, are attempting to protect your privacy while in enhancing your Internet experience. If this happens to be Google Chrome or Chromium web browsers and you've activated the Google Sync, there's a section underneath the, the, the browser that will take you to your normal Google account, not to be confused with your Gmail account, and you can actually set if you want to receive those ads, how many, and or you want to shut them off and block them up completely. But in your case, with this slide-out business, I think you need to go under tools and options, and depending on what browser you're using, but you need to locate extensions, add-ons, and plugins, and find out if there's something foreign in there. And you'll be able to spot the one that's searching or market or or whatever they're doing there and then just disable it first and then if that's successful then you can go back into that same section and completely delete it but i think at this point you've got something that's been added to the browser and i hope that helps and if it doesn't give me a call next week and we'll pop in and get that taken care of for you and we'll have doug's phone number and email before we say goodbye for the news at two o'clock let's go to the phones again jay in st paul you're on the air with doug hello Hi. <clears throat> hello. Yes, hello. Thank you for taking my call. Um, sure. I'm calling about Windows 10 updates that are forced upon your computer that you can't control. They come in when you're trying to get something done, totally 
take a hold of your computer. My mm-hmm. updates fail all the time. All my window updates always fail. They always lock up my computer. I have to turn it off. It's an hour long. It takes several hours to go through all this. Then it finally decides it has to restore the previous version of Windows and blah, blah, blah. And yep. I've got a blue screen today telling me, oh, we're going to do it again. And I'm like, please, oh, boy. leave me oh, alone. Boy. Okay, can I okay here, here's, here's, what, here's what I would suggest. Um, this is this is not a simple matter, but when your computer gets to this point, you really need to get aggressive. Send an email to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at WCCOTech.com, W-C-C-O-T-E-C-H.com. And in the subject matter, please put in W10 space privacy so I know it's you. I will send you the links and show you what I do. These are step-by-step, but this is very aggressive. But your computer, you're there. Um, And if you have trouble getting that all the way through it, or if it looks like it's just just too much for you to comprehend, um, this is probably at least 30% of what I've taken up my time is doing exactly this. Um, It's more complex than it used to be. And each build that comes out with, with Windows, and now they're sending out two new builds a year. Wow. Your computer, the state that it's in, could actually very soon, if it isn't already happening, trying to update more than one build at a time. And that further complicates this whole scenario. Um, but shoot me that email, admin, A-D-M-I-N, at WCCOTech.com, W-C-C-O-T-E-C-H. Dot com and put in the subject matter, W10 privacy, so I know, and I'll send you those links and you can at least start to get a handle on this. You can get control of this, uh, but this is uh, a little bit more complex than a lot of people might want to do, uh, but if you follow the instructions, take your time and learn, you really can do this yourself. And thank you so much for the call. Excellent call. Yeah, it is a good one. We'll have Doug's uh, phone number and email, of course, at the end of the program as well, if you didn't catch that. Our phone number and our text number is the same, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Let's go to a text right now while we have a moment. Doug, how much memory should I install in a laptop computer to run Linux Mint? Uh, what are the requirements for, for a computer for Linux Mint? Uh, you know, they, they they say you can have a half a gig, 512 megabytes. I really like to see a minimum of four gigs. And most laptops have four gigs. Now, with that said, if you're a user that has lots of programs open, possibly two, three browsers while you're watching a video, um, if you've got good high-speed Internet, um, like a Xfinity 250 megabits or better, uh, you might want to crank that up a bit. And the rule of thumb with laptops at my house, if you're going to increase the memory, take it to the max. Uh, now, if you happen to have a laptop that's a gamer laptop and will go to 32 gigs, that would absolutely most likely be overkill. But 8 to 16, oh, you, this will require a few more seconds to actually boot when you turn it on. 
because the memory modules must populate with electricity and clear and set their parameters, whatnot, whatever thing is going on in there. However, eight gigs in my mind is absolutely choice, just choice. I've got eight gigs on my computer, and it's not uncommon. I've got 16 windows and processes going at a time. Never, ever run out in Linux. Windows, I might actually run out with what the processes I got. But um, four gigabytes, let the good times roll. Really want to get good? Crank it up to eight. And thank you for the text. Great text. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Linux and all the builds, uh, is a great option to keep uh, old machines running longer and old machines productive. Wouldn't you agree? And this is something people need to read up, take their time, but it, but it is doable. Oh, I absolutely agree. And um, and the thing with Linux, being that the, it's the open source community, um, most distributions are what's called the LTS or long-term support. Generally, they're going to go through 2022, 2024 to alert you and give us security updates. That used to never be an issue. But as of late, I'm noticing that browsers are being updated nearly weekly. So it's a good idea to stay current with your updates in Linux as well. But Linux is so robust and very safe, and it really is a needed issue here, a needed item and operating system in our civilization globally. I think everybody should take a little time to learn about it, you can, it's, and it's more than just adding years of life to a computer. I just love getting a new machine and setting up Windows 10 and creating a dual boot and giving people their choice. That's my preferred method to get people into Linux is that slow, easy, take your time, and you can go back and forth. That makes the transition very, very smooth. Great, great comment. Thank you. All right, Doug, hang on. More Tech Talk coming up. Live from the fair, it is 138. Steve Thompson hanging out. Doug Swinhart and uh, Tech Talk here on this Saturday afternoon. Um, Doug, uh, real quickly, uh, before we bring in our Purple Halftime Show, if you're still there. Oh, yes. Um, let, let's get uh, our weekly update on backups. Backup, backup, backup. What do you recommend? You know, you cannot say this enough. Uh, my first choice, of course, is Google Drive and Google Photos. If you have a Gmail account, just learn how to use it. They've come up with another backup solution. I have yet to have a chance to thoroughly test, uh, but I think that if you're serious, you might want to check that out, that out as well. And, of course, everybody that you are buying equipment from today has some semblance of a cloud saving, and most of them are an introductory free thing. Uh, and, of course, if you've got Mac, you're fully aware of what, iCloud is. Uh, HP is giving you storage space. People seem to be concerned about customers' backups, which is good. And the old standby, Mosey, Carbon Copy. There are a number of services, and this is highly competitive. As inexpensive as it is, there's no reason to take advantage, not to take advantage of those. And an external hard drive or a flash drive, which is not that high recommended, the flash drives, external hard drive, DVD, and I just love your excellent solution. I'm going to let you take that one. I love it. 
If you got something important, email it to yourself or email it from your Yahoo to your Gmail or from your Gmail to your Yahoo account. That's what I do if I absolutely positively want to make sure I hang into a copy of a photo or a document. It's hard to beat emailing it to yourself. And if you have multiple accounts, it's really easy and, and a great, great way to go. All right, we are here at the fair for a limited amount of time with Doug. Hey, Doug, before we say goodbye from the fair, uh, let's get that uh, phone number and email out there. Oh, thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. Now, you promised me you were going to be at the fair next week, that you were going to join us live. I'll make it. I'll be there, no doubt about it. Yeah, that's good. And uh, we just want to give folks a friendly reminder uh, to make sure that they back up their data. Back up their data. And if you have old equipment, don't throw it in the garbage. You can't do that. Uh, Call our friends at TechDump. we got to get a plug-in for them, techdump.org, Golden Valley in St. Paul. It's a great way to dispose of that uh, computer equipment, that electronic equipment. It's a good cause. All right, we got to run, Doug. Okay, thank you so much, Steve. See you next week. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.